This week's podcast is on Levon Brooks. Um, late night, late at night on September 15th, 1993 year old Courtney Smith was abducted from her Brooksville, Mississippi home. The girls share the bedroom with her two sisters. They were six and one. Her 26 year old uncle was asleep in the next room when she disappeared. Her body was found two days later in a pond 80 yards from her house and she had been sexually assaulted and murdered. Levon Brooks became a suspect when he, because he was an ex-boyfriend of her mother, another man, Justin Albert Johnson, was briefly a suspect in the case. His ex-wife and son lived near to the Smiths, Smith residence, and he had been inside their house on the day of the abduction. Dr. Stephen Hain, a Mississippi pathologist, performed an autopsy on the victim shortly after her body was found. He determined that she had been sexually assaulted. He also found possible bite marks on her wrist and referred the case to Dr. Michael West, a forensic dentist in Mississippi who they would work together. West determined that the marks on the victim's body were from human bites and he took he took dental impression samples from 12 possible suspects including Justin Albert Johnson but not including Levon Brooks. 10 days after the victim was killed, police interviewers interviews police interviews this Victim's six-year-old sister. The girl's sister said she saw the perpetrator abduct her and identified identified the perpetrator as LaVon Brooks, her mother's ex-boyfriend. Based on the girl's identification, uh, Brooks was arrested. On the same day, September 25th, West took samples of Brooks' teeth at the local jail, West testified at Brooks' trial that he compared Brooks' sample to the marks on the victim's body and found that two of Brooks' teeth matched the marks on the victim's body. He said Brooks made the marks with his top two, his two top front teeth. Brooks was charged with capital murder. He was tried before a jury at Noxubee County, Mississippi in January 1992. The victim's sister testified that she saw Brooks abduct her sister, although her testimony had several contradictions. In addition to the child's unreliable testimony, the state's case rested on the bite mark evidence presented by Dr. West, who testified that, quote, it cannot have, it could be no one, uh, quote, it could be no one but Levon. Brooks that bit the girl's arm, end quote. Brooks' defense attorneys presented an alibi defense that he was working a club on the night of the murder and did not have an opportunity to commit the crime. The defense also challenged West's, West's credentials and findings after deliberate, deliberating for about nine hours, the jury convicted Brooks of capital murder, and he was sentenced 
to life in prison. Just four months after Brooks was convicted, another girl was abducted, raped, and killed in Brooksville. The facts were the the crimes were very similar. She was a three-year-old girl taken from her home at night and found in the creek. Um, police focused on Kennedy Brewer, the boyfriend of the victim's mother. Dr. Stephen Hayne conducted the autopsy and he said he found bite marks on the victim's body. West was called to analyze the bite marks. He confirmed that the marks were from a human bite. He determined that they came from Brewer. Based on this evidence, Brewer was convicted in 1995 and sentenced to death. In 2008, um, DNA came back on LeVon Brooks' case and it cleared him of the murder and it showed that Kennedy Brewer, who was sentenced to death for the murder of the other little girl, um, he was, he committed both crimes, both murders, um, and he confessed to both of them. And now LaVon Brooks is dead. He, uh, he passed away in January 2018 from cancer when he was 58 years old. Um, this case shows how, how non-reliable uh, bite mark analysis is. And they should really have done more investigating so they could have got the right person. LaVon was in prison for 16 years before he was released for a crime he didn't commit. So, yeah, that's it.